0: There's a hidden disability that hundreds of people suffer from. It can affect their behaviour and their ability to do things. When James from Norfolk suffered a severe head injury, he decided to use his experience to help people understand just what's going on in his head. Hello,
1: it's great to be here. No, really, it's great to be here. About two and a half years ago, I very nearly lost the chance to say that again. So
0: believe me, it really is great to be here. James Pearcy is lucky to be alive. Nearly three years ago, James and his family, who live in Norfolk, were involved in a terrible accident. His life would never be the same again.
1: We were just having an ordinary trip out in the car, uh, but there was a freak blowout in the tire. The tire burst and the car lost control, spun off the road and hit a tree. And uh, as a result of that accident, tragically, my wife was killed and I suffered a very serious uh, head injury. Fortunately, my children, who were in the car at the time, weren't too badly hurt. Coming out of hospital was really very hard, coping with the loss of my wife and trying to care for three children as well. On a bad day, not much point getting up, stay in bed, don't bother going back to work, don't bother going to eat. But then the children keep me going. I have to get
0: up, because I have to look after them. James spent nearly a month at Addenbrooke's Hospital in Cambridge. A scientist by profession, James now uses his first-hand experience to give talks to help increase understanding of brain injuries. left hemisphere controls the right-hand side of your body
1: and the right controls the left. And actually that damage to the left hemisphere has caused me more problems than that single big
0: clump uh, on the right-hand side. Although James now appears perfectly okay, he's still not completely recovered, from his injuries, this is an MRI scan of my head. and was taken about two weeks after the accident.
1: The brain isn't attached to your head; it can move around inside. So, in the impact, the head stops, the brain actually shifts inside, and that causes some damage uh, to the brain. So, what you can see here is quite a large area of bruising and bleeding on my brain. And the bit we can see here is at the front. That part of the brain seems to be uh, associated with behaviour and planning and things like that. I've been very fortunate not to suffer from any big personality or behavioural change because of that damage. The results of these kinds of injuries vary enormously from person to person.
0: James's brain injury left him with a number of side effects. His speech and balance were affected while the area behind his right eye was damaged, leaving him with double vision. See me walking along now, you won't
1: really notice anything wrong. But when I first came out of hospital, it's actually quite difficult. And I asked a friend to take some video of me walking right here in the garden so that we could see what it was like. And if you watch that, you'll notice that I keep looking down, I'm looking at my right foot, and that's because I wasn't entirely sure where it was. Damage to the left hand side of my brain meant that the awareness of the right hand side of my body was reduced and that meant that walking, especially down slopes, could be really quite difficult for me. What you're going to do is bring that finger over the top and land it right on top of the one in front, bang on, with both your eyes closed. Okay, can you do it with both eyes shut? Have a go, try it with both eyes shut. There's mixed success, I can see, but you're fairly close, right? And here's the thing, you don't need to look at that finger to know where it is, because it's yours and you just put it there. Right? If you don't believe me, try doing it with somebody else's finger, right? <laughs> you won't have hope. So that's what this sense of proprioception is. You know where that finger is because it's yours. Right? And I was looking down because I'd suffered some loss to that sense, reduction that sense. wasn't quite so good. And that's because as well as the damage to the eye orbit that we talked about and the nerves and that muscle, it also suffered some damage to my brain. Yeah.
0: While out filming with James in Cambridge on a particularly hot day, he began to feel unwell. James's old symptoms started to reappear. Getting a little bit tired,
1: and sometimes I get a twitch, and my sp- words won't come out quite right. I probably need to eat something soon and then I'll be all right again.
0: Do you know what's actually going on? What's your brain doing? think it's
1: just working a bit harder to do normal
0: things. We stopped filming at this point so we could take James somewhere to eat and drink. An hour later and James has had a meal, a burger and chips, and a pint of lemonade.
1: I've had a rest, I've eaten something, I'm feeling fine again. My speech sounds much better. I'm not shaking my head nearly as much as I was before. ready to go on to the next part of the day.
0: The injury to his brain has left James with no first-hand memory of his accident. Everything he knows comes from what others have told him about it.
1: Imagine you're working on your computer, and your kid comes along and pulls a plug out the back. Right? That would be bad, wouldn't it? That would be bad. You'd have go into kind of safe mode when you restarted, wouldn't you? A strange thing happens when you have a bad head injury called post-traumatic amnesia. It means that you forget things. I've forgotten about three weeks of my life from the day of the accident, and it's unlikely I'll ever remember that.
0: It's typical of James to want to know as much as he can about what happened to him. He's come to Cambridge Airport today to meet one of the people who saved his life. It's the first time they've met since the accident. I'm feeling nervous. (laughs) Not quite sure what
1: this is going to be like. I'm a little bit worried that I might cry, but I'm trying to hold on as best I can. I feel like I just want to grab hold of her and say thank you. Try and be appropriate if I can. (laughs) Hi. Gemma. It's so good to be conscious when I meet you.
2: (laughs) Nice to finally meet you, and you look fantastic as well. I'm
1: doing really well.
2: Oh, I'm really, really pleased. I really am.
1: (sighs) just crazy to kind of meet you really but thank you for so much for giving the time
2: you're very very welcome
1: do you remember anything about my accident i, I do i nothing.
2: can uh, pretty much remember a lot more than you i'm sure what do you remember i don't
1: remember anything at all
2: but obviously it seemed like that was like very upsetting for everybody obviously your wife passed away and we were trying to hide that from your children and from you not that obviously you don't remember anything but you know it just adds a lot of extra pressure when everybody's trying to you know really try and. You know do the best for everyone that they can from a medical and an emotional point of view i yeah. suppose so basically i mean i can explain to you when we got to you if you like you're semi-conscious what we would call and you're thrashing around like this which is often what people yeah. do with a brain injury so it's very difficult to oxygenate you because you won't let us and it's very difficult to even get IV access to your veins because again you don't want it you won't let us um, so what we managed to do is quickly if you like almost hold you down to get a cannula in then we can sedate you a little bit and then we can take over looking after the amount of oxygen that's going to your brain and the amount of blood that's being supplied to your brain and things like that to allow us to give your brain the best ever chance of recovery basically
1: and the recovery has been fantastic i still sometimes get very tired find things quite difficult to do but I'm looking forward to building new things and building a new life, um, getting back to work part-time, being able to drive. They're huge things. I think I was lucky to be young and, OK, a little bit fit. Lucky to live in England. Lucky to be near the air ambulance and for it to come with a doctor on board. Lucky to be near Edinburgh. So they didn't bring me here just because of the Burger King and the body shop, right? This is where you come if you have a bang on the head. right? So lucky to be close to that. Really lucky to be able to stand up and, talk to you guys all about it. So thanks very much for listening, coming on tonight. Thank you.